This is the Weekly Scramble, a place where we chat about life over a cold one or two. It's time to belly up to the pod with Mike Fratelloni and your host, Chris Reavers. That's right. It's time for the Weekly Scramble. My name is Chris Reavers. By my side, his name is Mike Fratelloni with Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores. How Hello, you doing, sir. Reavers? I'm good. Say, I, I am now just remembering... Hmm. Fratelloni's acquired a new store. In Waconia. In Waconia. How are things in Waconia? Uh, That store is amazing. The town of Waconia is amazing. I told you. What did I I tell you? You you were right. I really... it's on the wrong side of town for me. I'm going to tell you. That's I'm not true. moving out to Waconia. Okay. But if I were to move out to a small town like that, Waconia would be the type of town. What a gorgeous little downtown. Gorgeous uh, lake. I really like it If out there. you weren't, you know, Mr. St. Paul, that is 100% Mike Fratelloni vibe. Oh, yeah. I Waconia. mean, it's, it's really cool. It is I, cool. I like, and then they have quick trips. <laughs> Does quick, tri- quick trip advertise with us? I do know that they just started a relationship with our friends down the hall at Score North. Okay. And I'm a bi- and I'm a huge fan. They're really nice. Yeah, I'm a huge fan. A good of quick, quick, I mean, you can get delicious donuts, food all over the place. I told Joe this was a while ago, and he said I'm not eating a cheeseburger from a bleeping gas station. And I said, yeah, try one. Yeah. I said, try one yeah. next because I don't know where he would. He went on one of his someplace. road trips yeah. or whatever. Yeah. He said, all right, you're right. They're yeah. pretty game. They're really pretty good. Good. Anyway, they're really good. Well, that's good. Anyway, so okay. um, so yeah, it's we going have one well. Yep, it's it's going to be a year old February first. It's been that long. Yeah, a year old for Fratelloni's. It was opened in 1956, but it's been a year old for Fratelloni's. Uh, Because someone came up to me um, recently, within the last last couple of weeks, Mm -hmm. uh, that lives in the Waconia area, and then had asked me about the Fratelloni family. I said, "Oh my God, they're they're awesome." I've known Mike, you know. Anyway, so I was just curious. Every time I work that store, people talk about the weekly scramble, not just GL. They talk about every. Literally, I'm not being hyperbolic. It's every time. So I think that is a enclave of garage logicians out there. Yes, and and weekly scramblers. I keep telling, yeah, I keep telling the mayor all the time because it's you know it it it, it it's great. Anyway, so speaking of baseball. Um, you had asked me we weren't really b- speaking before baseball, you came in. Yes, before you came in about uh, the Twins are kicking off their playoff run in about uh, one hour and twenty eight minutes. That's why we had to do the show really early, get it done, so you can get in the car, so you can listen on the way home. Do you want to know how old I am? Yeah. Yes. How old are you? There was a stretch in time, Michael, where I'll never forget this. So the woman I am married to now was my girlfriend back then. Mm-hmm. And this would have been 2002. Okay. And I remember a stretch. I had, I had just moved for like full time to the to the Twin Cities metro okay. area from the booming metropolis of Mankato State University slash Minnesota State University Mankato. And it was uh, I had finally gotten a like a full time job in radio. Mm-hmm. And I was living with some buddies in an apartment, and she was still going to school, but she would come up and visit. Sure. Um, and she I needed re- her booty calls. Right, exactly. Right? But I remember a stretch of time where I was at the Metrodome, what seemed to be five straight days for Twins playoff games, a gopher football game, a Vikings game, and then maybe another. I, I remember, she said, you're, you're going to the Dome again? Oh. And I said, well, yeah, you because know, it was think it was two Twins playoff games, a Gopher football game, a Vikings game, and then another Twins playoff game. But wow. I remember it was almost five straight days because it was me, my buddy Matt, my buddy Ben, and my buddy Tim. 
and we all we all went to every single game. You weren't in sports radio at that time. You were just in No, well kind of because I was working part-time at the fan. Okay. But I was doing uh, morning radio at Cities 97. Okay. In any event, I I remember that and it was it wasn't even a question of, you know, back then I had no money. When you were at the fan, were you the meat sauce of the fan? No, I I I didn't do anything on the air. You never? I did more most of the stuff I did was website related stuff and hey, we need somebody to go do something with this. So your first actual radio gig was on what station? In the Twin Cities? Yes. I was an intern at the old 100.3 WLOL, which was a rock radio station. But did you time. get to be on air? Very infrequently. Okay, what was your first real on-air job? Cities 97. Cities 97. Were yep. you the meat sauce at City 97? No, I was not. Okay, you you never played that, the bumbling fun guy. No, in fact, I was the morning show producer. I had a very, very, very limited role on air, but then I would voice track other Day parts, mostly okay. o- mostly like the overnight shift sure. and then weekend shifts. I would voice track. Okay. And for those of you that don't know what voice track is, turn on any, basically any FM radio station in the country right now because no one's really live anymore. Y- so when you're you recording voice track, Monday morning, you're recording Monday night Correct. Stuff. Okay. You're saying, hey, and you uh, too is just opening up their new show at the Sphere in Las Vegas. And here's a beautiful day on Cities 97.1. Is that 1. why they have to do on occasion on radio stations now? Portions of the following program have been pre-recorded. Ding, 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 Why do ding, they have ding, to do that? Because they have to, it's an FCC rule. That oh, they why don't you to, just say, well, of course portions are, because sometimes we play something that's been recorded, like the song. Yeah. That was previously recorded morons it's in fact it's quite funny because i can listen to something and i can i i know when someone's not or when someone's actually doing it live like okay. most a lot of morning radio is still live but sure. a, but most every other day part is not okay let me ask this then because now i'm really intrigued by this <laughs> oh god um, you know what's gonna happen that, someone's no gonna, gonna hear this and i'm gonna get a hundred texts from friends of mine that say you dumbass so, why so are you what? telling people so this? What? okay all right um the the good station jack fm Mm-hmm. With Weasel and Remy Maxwell. Remy Maxwell. Yep. Those guys, I was trying to explain to my daughters. I'm like, Remy Maxwell's been on the radio f- and Weasel's been on the radio for 20 some years in this market. Yeah. They have literally said the exact same things. I mean, they're very entertaining. They're super high quality guys, but they're not there Sunday, Monday at 7 p.m. Right. They're, they're recording all this stuff and saying, play the one about the weather being warm on Sunday, right? I mean, what is, how do they do that? Right, yeah. that's They're that, producing this show. Everything has, has been pre-recorded. They're great, and though. And is on loop on, on, throughout the course of the okay. weekend. I right, forget where I was going with that. Uh, where was I going game. with that? You're, you're oh, at the Metrodome. So there, there was a stretch of time where I had to be there. And it wasn't even a question of, can I afford it? Well, who gives a damn? Put it on a credit card. I'm going to be there, and I'll figure it out later. You had to, you had to be a Twins play. So in 2002, who were we playing in the playoffs? I believe it was the stretch of we played the Oakland A's. Okay, and that was the that was the last series Winning. that they that they won. Now they right. won. They've won a couple of games, games since after then. That, okay, but this is the last series the Twins won in the postseason. So it was a stretch of they. Either no, they they lost the last game at the dome to the A's because they clinched it when they went back out to Oakland. Okay, so it was you know those games mixed in with a Gopher game and a Viking game and then another Twins game, Twins home game or whatever the case was. So there was just a it was either five straight days or five out of six days or something like that where I was at the dome every single day for all of those games. That's kind of exciting. It was, was cool. Fun. It was fun for a guy like you. That's a lot of fun. Sure, and then it, it's to the point now where. 
I was offered the chance to go today. Really? And, and, and I, I got no interest. Uh, I, I almost swore. B as in B, S well, as in here's, S. Here's there why. is no way. You must have something that you have to do at home. Well, today, today I do have to coach the um, highly anticipated third and fourth grade flag football game oh, of Jordan Jordan University or Jordan University Jordan University Jordan uh, the Jordan Youth Football Association right. in which my my youngest son plays so that that is calling my name because you would drive a hundred miles to watch some crap game <laughs> of the Cottonwood ch- chickadees against somebody else right I don't even know what um, that's team but I but bet and then is. tomorrow I. Don't really have an excuse other than I just kind of don't want to be downtown. Really? Yeah. Uh, I just can't imagine that you wouldn't want to go. Yeah. I, I think that's, you. first of all, you love baseball. I do love baseball. In a weird way. But I also will say I kind of want to watch it with my kids. Mm-hmm. So sure. I want to you know hustle home, be home in time for to watch the game, and then we can run off to football or whatever. I, I know. I, I, I should have the opposite view of that. Um, in fact, yeah, now I feel shame. Yeah, now you should feel a little shame. So if I'm not mistaken, bring me up to speed. We've lost the last 18 consecutive right. playoff games. Right, which is and, someone did, I think it was Mackie, that tweeted out a YouTube link of the actual probability of going 0-18 in baseball. It's hard. It's it's yeah. almost mathematically impossible mm. for that to happen. What would happen if we went 0-19? Well, see, and I'm... Or 0-20. Here's how morbid I have 20. become. Is yes. morbid the word? Yeah, uh, yeah. I kind of want to keep the streak alive. No. Here's why. Reverse. Here's, well, here's why. What happened to you? Here's why. There, Again, huge baseball fan. Root, root, root for the sure. home team, right? I, they're just... They're not good enough to win the World Series. The, the, this version of this Twins team is not good enough to win Chip the World Series. Chip chance? No. Any given Sunday? Sure. I mean, but no. there's a chance to win. Well, you can at least make it through the first round. Well, because that, that's my three, whole point. Right? Yeah. If you're only going to win this series yeah. against the Blue Jays or maybe a game in the divisional, then why not keep the streak alive? If you're not going to win the whole thing. Because it's embarrassing. But it's, it's our a, thing. Yeah, but it's an embarrassing thing. See, It's I, like having a goiter. You just got to <laughs> get rid of it. See, this is what makes me weird, and I get that. Yeah. But I think it'd be if if we're not gonna okay, either let's win the whole damn thing, which I'm all in favor sure. of. But I don't think we're good enough to do that. So let's keep the streak alive. I think what would that mean to this town if we could win a, a World Series? It oh, would I thought be, you said if they lose. No, if we lose, it's just it's everyone says of course. And I I will say this too because I I always monitor. I don't know why, but I always monitor the secondary market because that to me gives me a glimpse as to whether or not Twins fever is catching on. Sure, I don't think the public gives a damn. Yeah, I well, really don't. I, I mean, we, Grant, we're the, zero and eighteen. You know, win a couple. Not even that. It's it's. I think the the sports fan in general right now is just saying, eh, yeah. okay. Win a series and maybe get back to me. Because right now, if you wanted to go to the game today, you could get in for less than $20. Oh, really? Yeah. And tomorrow, it's less than 10 You're kidding. And I think part of it is because it's being played at 3.30 in the oh, afternoon. Okay. So that is a part of it. Yeah, but it's also a beautiful day. This today, a, What a great day to t- go down to the Today, there's no reason why you you shouldn't play hooky, for those of you that are still yep. you know, actually going into the office. Yeah. Um, but I just think it just speaks to the general... Kind of bleh. The malaise. Yeah, malaise. Yeah. That's a perfect the ennui. word. So, Can I say ennui? I don't even know if I that's the right sure, word, but not? it sounds right. Um, well, I, I'm sorry that you're... I had a little meeting with my Uncle Doug. My Uncle Doug says to me, and this was early. We're really early in the morning. And he says, I'm so excited. And I was like, oh, 
I don't, you know, I don't, why? Like our meeting, I didn't, I thought he was excited about the meeting. He goes, are the twins? And I'm like, oh yeah, I didn't, I didn't know that was today. Right. <laughs> but Greg, that was, I was very early in the morning. So I hadn't done any news stuff. I hadn't read anything and I hadn't really been paying attention to it, but he's an adult man. He's 60 plus years old and he loves the fact that and he's, and he's a thing, you know, Hey, if we get through this, then the chances of us winning, I mean, he was spotted all out to think how we would get so Doug's to the gonna world be mad series. At me when he listens to this show, yeah, Doug is going to be mad at you. Like, text you and say, tell Reavers to get off his ass and cheer for the twins. Exactly. Yeah, sorry, yeah he, he's I'm a homer. I, I, I think we had maybe this weekend was the most destructive sporting thing that's ever happened to the, the twin cities. Oh, the cancellation of the Twin Cities Marathon. I had a feeling you were going to bring this up. Really bothered me. Yeah, it really, the really floor bothered is me. Yours, sir. I, um, I've trained for a marathon before and ran, and ran marathons, and some people, not me, but some people, stop everything they're doing socially. They don't drink. They eat well. They are forced to not do things on weekends. They can't go out at Friday night because they have a big long run on Saturday. They do all the things. All the things. A lot of Minnesotans do those things here in Minnesota. During the summertime, right? When it's 60, 70, 80, 90, 90 plus degrees sometimes. Yep. They're running during the summer because you have to build up the strength to run a marathon. So the audacity, I married a woman who did that very thing off and on for about five five straight years. So and, I, and and you know, I know when she's the in lifestyle. It, there is no, I mean, there's, there's no, no uh, off day. Honey, do you want to go to Chili's tonight? No, no. I'm not going to Chili's tonight because I have to wake up early tomorrow to do my run. And it's not... It's something you really put your heart and soul into. It's not missing a golf game. You can golf next week, right? I mean, granted, you can run next week, but you know, a, a formula, formulaic system that has water out there, bathrooms, and you know, help if you need it. I just can't fathom that they thought it was a good idea. Then the poor people that flew into town yep. to qualify to you know run fast enough to qualify for Boston and they thought hey my last chance one of my last chances is is the Twin Cities Marathon I'm going to do this they've been training for years to qualify for Boston boom it's been ripped out from under them not to mention the Ethiopians that came here to win the, this thing and get their $30,000 check or whatever the low prize is cuz it's not that much money they're running marathons in Ethiopia at 105 degrees yep. and they're thinking we'll be done before it's 74 degrees right. let us go yep. i mean it it's such a baby nanny state thing to do. It's so stupid. I get it. It's dangerous. Stop running. Mm -hmm. If you feel like crap, stop running. If you're not fit, don't that's, do it. That's the part to me that... So I first caught wind of it Sunday morning. Oh, granted, we saw some of the warning signs on Saturday, yeah. you know, via social media, via the news, whatever. Keep an eye out. We're going to have to black gonna flag elevate this. elevate the, the level warning and whatnot. And so when I got up, usually I'm a I'm about a 7 a.m. Sunday morning mm -hmm. guy because I like to get my coffee going and sit outside, yeah. you know, read read the paper, not the actual paper, read it on my phone because this isn't 1973. <laughs> there you go. So I, I kind of like to and I and I saw it and everyone in my house was still asleep. And I thought, oh, she's gonna she's, she's gonna, gonna flip freak. out, yeah, because she she knows what goes into getting prepared for yeah. this. And so she got up and go, they canceled the marathon today. First of all, she completely forgot that the marathon was even happening. And she said, are you freaking kidding me? I said, no, they canceled the marathon today. And I just thought, are we, dude, first of all, the marathon is usually, you're usually done with it before noon. I mean, that's a four hour marathon. That's pretty fast. But you don't know have to be done by two. Right? Most people are done with it before it even starts yeah, to really get warm. From, from noon to two. 
the people that are going to be running a six-hour marathon, which there are, yep. I, I know yep. those people, yep. I might yep. be one of them. Yep. If you're going to run a six-hour marathon, you've been walking half the distance. For sure. Right? Congratulations. You can walk a marathon in eight hours. If you run half of it and walk half of it, you end in 5.55. Don't ask me how I know that, but you can. <laughs> that's how you can do it. So I get it. It's going to be hot. Stop. Yep. If you don't feel good, stop. Yep. I, I, I just don't get it. I, I mean, they have those ultra marathons where people run 100 miles through Death Valley. What's the if if you don't want to die, don't do that. And I also loved the newscast leading up to it saying, you know, urging people that were participating in the marathon to to drink lots of water. And I thought, you know, thank you, uh, channel that won't yeah. go named. I I'm pretty sure that nobody associated with the marathon thought hydration might be a key element in in completing this I, task. I just that's not news. That's not news. News but, uh, should say the marathon starts at eight. We expect everyone to be done. Last year's winner was this. Oh, this year's winner is this guy. That's the news, right? Telling you, really, you to, telling you to hydrate is not news. Well, you're really going to get me going here. The other thing that I find fascinating, and I'm not going to single out any one given channel because all, all of them are all guilty of, them do of, yeah. of doing this, and I think they're all guilty of doing this by design, and I think all of them are guilty of doing this by design. Because there's a much, a much larger, grander message being sent on from high above, and that is this. We have become so freaking stupid in this country, mm-hmm. and I'm saying a lot of people. A lot of us. Yeah. That, including me. That you need to be told, oh, there's a reason now why a certain fast food chain has to put a warning symbol on your coffee. Mm-hmm. There's there There's all of these conditions that we now have to deal with. Because so many roaming amongst us are so dumb. Sure. And that that is so sad to me. And you're seeing it play out in all walks of life. You really are. And that's I and when I point things like this out, I I, I, I get told mm-hmm. in no certain terms, well, you're just you're just no, you're not seeing the bigger picture here of why this is a problem. Yeah. It, okay. I, I, Remember I, I, that there was that kids movie where everyone sat in little scooters and they didn't walk anymore and they just grew bigger and they sat in scooters and they I didn't do anything. It was a, a futuristic movie where Wally, maybe Wally, yes, Wally. Okay, right where where everybody in society just became dumb as a doorknob, sedentary, sedentary, didn't do anything. It's like how close are we getting to that reality? How close? When you go to the fair and you see somebody in a scooter. Right, maybe maybe a person of ill health or just big in a scooter dragging a cart with a two hundred pound child in it. You think, huh? That's not a good sign. That's not right. That's, that's not, not a good sign. Yeah. I doubt that kid's going to get his doctorate. <laughs> right? He's going to be the one who needs to be told you need to hydrate. Right? You need to hydrate before you run a marathon. Maybe he won't be running a marathon. I'm just going to go on. Can I say that? Yeah. I can say that. I, don't it's, think- I, I think Jerry Seinfeld said something really good when, when someone said, that's your body telling you that you need to hydrate. I'll get you a glass of water. And he, he looked at this person. He said, guess, you know what? I'm, I'm 60 years old or however old he was. I, I think I can figure out when I'm thirsty. <laughs> right? I, I, think I, I think I know by this time in my life when I'm thirsty. But I just don't know. I just don't get why... People need to be protected from themselves. Yep. Let's have some decisions. If you drop dead, congratulations, dipshit, you drop dead, right? 
I mean, I can say that. Yeah, you can. I can say that. And then what I worst part is I'm driving on Summit. People are still running it. Thousands of people still ran the marathon. With the traffic. With yeah. the traffic. Right. And no one's there to protect them. Right. There was no safety. Those people are just renegade. Right. They're just like complete badasses. I think we're going to find out. And I haven't shared this. I think I said, I did not say this to Joe. I, I can't remember who I said this to, but I think we're going to find out sometime from now that they didn't have enough volunteers. Oh, they were worried about so. overwhelming the um because you know this just in we don't have a lot of people that um can can help when help is needed. Yeah, yeah. And, and so they knew that was going to be an issue. I think we're going to find out there was a much bigger You know what? I would accept that. If they said, "Hey, we know people are going to need a lot of help. We don't have the resources for that." I think that we that's what yeah. we're going to find if, out was if the 4% issue. If 4% of the people are get really sick from this, we don't have the ability to help them. Yeah. And then I'd say, "Oh, okay, that makes sense." But there would have been Outrage. Yeah, but le- way less outrage than just a full-on cancel. Hmm. I, I mean, that would actually, that actually, you kind of relieved me a little bit. Because oh. that might be well, the I didn't answer. I want to do that. No, but that might be the answer. <laughs> and I, I think, oh, that is totally legitimate. If they don't have the reason, hey, we've never had a race this hot before. We're worried that people are going to get sick. We don't have enough people to help. Yeah. I'd say, oh, I get it. And then people, nurses could have volunteered to stand on the side of the thing. I could have ran out there with my hose in my neighbor's yard and just squirted people as they ran by. Mm-hmm. That would have been great yeah. to squirt people. I will say, I've shared this story before, but it was uh, when my wife ran the Boston Marathon. This Mm. would have been, I believe it was either 2009 or 2010. It was pre-bombing. Yeah, it was just a couple of years before the bombing happened. So I think it was 2010, and it was me and my wife and then my my mother-in-law came with to watch watch Jess run. And I'll never forget, we were standing, uh, you know, because... When you go watch somebody run a marathon, you basically fight a crowd, yep. stand in one spot for four hours, run watch up, them run yeah. by for 10 seconds, yep. and then you go f- meet them at the finish line. Yep. So my mother-in-law and I were uh, with a bunch of <laughs> college kids. I don't know what campus we would have been nearby in Boston, sure. but it was it was great. We were yeah. not far from uh, Fenway Park, as you could see the the big sign from sure. Fenway Park. You we're felt just a few blocks away. Like, oh, it was, it was great. Fenway. It's cool. So we're standing there, and... This was probably like five or six college guys, and they were having a time, mm-hmm. right? They're 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 chugging beers and they're, you know, cheering on people, but also providing commentary. Oh, and I'm thinking, I probably better say something to these guys about my wife. Hey, my wife's kind of becoming. So I I pulled yeah. one guy. We just were chatting. I said, Hey, just so you know, my wife's gonna be running by here. Yeah, please don't and, do and, anything. And this yeah. is and this is her mother. And they're like, Oh yeah, like which one? What does she look like? Oh, okay. I said blonde. You know, like, Oh yeah, sure. well, okay, we'll be cool. We'll yeah, be cool. Oh, that's funny. And, and they and they couldn't have been. They could sure. not possibly have been nicer. They probably they, were screaming jazz. No, yeah, they were, okay. they were just like, Oh, and I go, Yeah, that's her. Like, oh, okay, well, because we'll, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they were. Saying some things that were very sure. funny, yeah, but yeah. also you know because I didn't not know. to the racers, just to themselves, just in general, yeah. correct, yeah. correct. So anyway, I still love the bloody nipple run bys. Oh god, right where you just see a guy struggling and just has blood running down his shirt. Yeah, and it's like, oh, that's gotta hurt. That's gotta be fun. That's god. someone slowly sanding your nipples off as you run, have to run twenty six miles. I have an update, Michael. All right, let's hear it. And it's from our new buddy Benjamin talking about the bourbon barrel aged maple syrup. Yes, you love this. I I'm gonna tell you right now. I got at least a half a dozen emails from listeners that tried this very thing. I can't confirm if they used the Harmony Spirits okay. bourbon barrel aged maple syrup, but I'm just going to say that they did. Okay. Um, so this comes to us again from Ben. Chris, I hope your ribs turned out amazing this past weekend. I want to drop a note and confirm that the bourbon barrel aged maple syrup is available at Harmony Spirits in Harmony, Minnesota. They have now added a new size 
for the BBAMS of a one liter glass bottle. This is for the serious grill connoisseur or a podcast host whose boys like French toast sticks. (laughs) This is 100% up my alley. He also says, I have also included a new recipe and picture since you mentioned burnt tips. Here's how to use the BBAMS on those. This is going to be a simple 2-2-1 recipe. You rub your rib tips with your favorite rub. Mix four ounces of the bourbon barrel-aged maple syrup with four ounces of apple juice in a spray bottle. Set your smoker grill to 250. Let the rub set on the rib tips. And then every 15 to 20 minutes, mist your rib tips with the contents (laughs) of the spray bottle. After two hours, place the rib tips in a foil pan and add either one quarter of apple juice or your favorite beer to the bottom of the pan. Cover the pan with foil and continue to smoke for two hours. Next, remove the rib tips from the pan and place directly on the smoker. Mist with the spray bottle every 15 to 20 minutes again. After one hour, your burnt tips should be done and ready to enjoy. Mm. I'm going to tell that you That right sounds now, delicious. I'm making rib tips this weekend. I did. We got so busy last weekend that I didn't have the chance to do it. I think I'm going to have time this weekend. I'm 100% going to do this. Can you make rib tips out of other meat? Because my wife keeps yelling to me that she just loves the tips. <laughs> I think you can, especially yeah. on your anniversary. Yeah, okay, good. I think that's good, when it's good, good. really... Rib tips. Got it. No, I'm, I'm absolutely going to try this. And oh, uh, Harmony Spirits, Harmony Minnesota, going to be a beautiful fall weekend. Head on down there, uh, get yourself some maple syrup, but also ask for the Harmony brand by name at your local liquor store. And we're going to have the guys on in a couple of weeks, so I can't wait Are to we ask. Really? I want to, yeah, I can't Tell wait to... to bring some syrup. No, actually... You have kids that you don't mind if they have diabetes. Let them eat all that stuff. <laughs> My kids want to try booze because they're in high school. Okay. So have them bring me you samples. Get the, you get the booze yep, and I'll yep. get the maple there syrup. That's Perfect. a win-win for everybody. I'm not going to give my kids booze. I'm just kidding. He's just kidding. Yeah. Um, but I can't wait to try that. I Oh, no, I want rib tips and I missed lunch today and I'm starving. Can I tell you how moronic kids can be? Yes. So um, my, my beautiful daughter, Harper, says, hey... Uh, can I have a couple of girls and three boys over? Mm. Three boys, three girls. And I said, hey, I know all the kids. They're all good kids. Like All of them are good kids, right? They're downstairs, and I'm sitting up right upstairs, right upstairs. And I can hear like a little banging around. And this one kid comes up, nice kid. This kid's name's Hayden, right? Comes upstairs. And says, hey, sorry about that noise. And I said, not a problem. I said, what were you guys doing? He goes, oh, we were, we were boxing. I said, wait, what? He goes, yeah, we were, we were boxing a little bit. And I said, oh, Get out of my house. Every one of you. I'm like, honey. I call my daughter up. Like, honey, what, what what's going on? Oh, they were boxing a little bit. I'm like, do they have gloves? Yeah, one kid brought gloves. And I said, oh, yeah, stop that. We were not boxing in the basement of my house. What if a kid busts his nose? Mm-hmm. Uh, what if he falls? Then and cr- you're going to be on the news. I mean, I just can't. If, I, I was like, what color is the sky in your world that you think boxing's acceptable? And I was trying to teach her to be kind of an alpha woman to say, hey, that ain't happening. No. So if you want to uh, play video games and hang out and uh, maybe kiss, I don't know, let's do that kind of stuff, <laughs> right? I don't know. But boxing? No. That ain't going to happen. you draw the line. That's, I'm drawing the line at boxing. <laughs> so um, the, so these kids got to excuse themselves from the house, right? Mm-hmm. And again, they're all nice kids, but they thought it was a good idea. And this kid obviously didn't think he was doing anything wrong because he came up and he was hanging out with me, by the way. Just like, it, it, note to kids. Like, if you're hanging out with the parents a little too much... You know, I, I'm nice to the kid, but I'm, I'm like, hey, we're done talking. 
I don't want to talk to you about cars. I don't want to talk to you about this stuff, right? We're Wait, done. was he going all Eddie Haskell on oh, you? In a nice way. He has a genuine love of stuff, right? Okay. So he's a really unique, genuine, smart kid, right? And so genuinely, I like him. But I don't care if I like him. I'm an adult man. He's a kid. I don't talk to kids. It's Saturday. Get yeah, out of my yeah, house. Yeah, I'm just not doing it, right? <laughs> and, oh, you, you're, you're boxing. Pick up your crap, get down to the end of the driveway, and be gone with you. Right. So I, I just, it is so adorable that my sweet daughter thought it was totally okay that kids box in our basement. And I thought, oh my good God. And then I had to tell her, no boys, no, no boys. There's no boys over. So, of course, the very next day she says, can I have just two boys over? And I'm like, two still is enough to box. If you have one kid, one boy over and three girls. If he wants to box three girls, more power to him. You go for it. Right. And yeah. then he goes to jail. And then he goes to jail. Right. Wow. I can't wait for those days. Yeah. To oh, it's just, it's, it's just unbelievable, awesome. Reavers. And the, the, the boys are just, they're, you see them all and they're all handsome, good kids, but you know they're morons. Oh, you yeah. know they're morons because yep. every yep. one of us, no matter what, when we were 16, and I was an ultra moron. I mean, I was the yep. Eddie Haskell yep. mom and I would, I would hug the mom, right. And reach behind her and grab the whiskey bottle and then slowly put it behind my back. Right. And I would do that kind of moves. Cause I was that kid super nice. And I was never mean to anybody, but I was a moron, just a moron. So when I look at these kids, all I see is myself mm-hmm. thinking, Oh, jeepers creepers. Get I here. attended the Friday night homecoming battle between the Jordan Hubman and the Wasika blue Jays. And it was packed. It was a gorgeous Friday night high school football. And all I saw was dopey kids being dopes, yeah. right? Yeah. Running into each other, throwing the ball, yeah. and screwing around. The grandstands packed. And I'm thinking, every single one of these kids is a moron. Yep. Everyone. And they're all going to be great kids. And, <laughs> and they're, they're all, all great good kids. Ki- yeah, my, all, yeah. my two yep. awesome yeah. kids. Boy, are they dumb. Do you know what year your kids are? Are they going to be 2030? My oldest is going to be 2030, which would make my youngest 2033. 33, okay. Yeah. Because yep. you want to have one of those good 30, 30. That doesn't work. You have to have 33, oh 33, 30, 33. Like those double O's, they really got screwed. Yep. Not, 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 not. You know what I'm talking about? So, yes. I was 89. That was really smooth. 89 was great. Um, We're walking to the bus. And so we had homecoming week last week. Okay. And I don't remember what day it was. Well, I think it would have been Wednesday, either Wednesday or Thursday morning. Because it was so nice out all, basically all, all, all last week. week. Yeah. And um, we usually walk to the bus around like 7.30 in the morning. Bus comes around 7.40, so it gives us a couple of minutes. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Down the street from us is a high school senior. Okay. And um, we walk out, and what do we see? Toilet paper. Every tree is covered in toilet nice. And they have a couple of massive sure. trees in their front yard. Okay. And my 8-year-old, my 11-year-old thought, oh, yeah, that's right. Like, remember that that's what the it's TP, all about. Yeah. The eight-year-old looked and went, what? what has happened And here? I said, well, so he asked what was going on. And I said, well, buddy, you know, for, for senior year of when you're a senior, um, you get your house TP'd. Mm-hmm. And that's just a tradition for homecoming week. And then he said, so... And it used to be, like, there's different rules, I think, for different high schools. Because I think sometimes it was just the football players, and then some schools do just different things. So I don't know exactly, or if every senior gets it done to their house, I don't know exactly what the rule is. You haven't been in high school for a while. Why? What is what? what I don't know. I don't know the rules. You're just not up to date. Yeah, on the I, rules. I have no yeah. idea. Yeah, yeah. So he asked if that was going to happen to to our house, mm-hmm. and I said, "Well, probably." You know, I'm going to guess because you guys are both going to be involved with stuff, and most likely. And he said, "So, oops, I just spit. Sorry about that." He said, "So 
you're going to have to clean up toilet paper like all day? And I said, yeah, yeah. I said, I, I still remember grandpa, you know, my dad got mm-hmm. super mad because he had to pick up toilet paper my oh. senior year of high school, right? Yeah. Well, he didn't. You did, but no, you probably were working. Yeah, he, no. he, he did. Yeah, okay. he, was, he wasn't too happy about okay. it. Anyway, but it was just the revelation in his eyes of, of just pure joy knowing that I was going to have to spend an entire day picking toilet paper out of a tree. Oh, like that's to him, sweet. He just thought that was the greatest thing ever. I remember back in 1989, we had toilet papered this kid's house. And then later on, like the next day I called and asked for the kid and the, and the dad was like, hey, uh, can I talk to you? And I'm like, yeah. And this is when you called and talked to them. They were like, oh, he's like, why did you guys do that? And I'm like, what do you mean? Well, he goes, why, why did you toilet paper my son's house? Right. And I said, what do you mean? It's like, it's something to do. And they're like, well, are you guys mad at him? I'm like, we love your son. We do something with him he's, every freaking day of the year. He's my buddy. He also toilet papered my house with me, right? <laughs> so, I mean, uh, the, the dad was like thinking that it was something we were doing in against the son. Yeah. I'm like, your son is like the biggest, sweetest moron in the world. We've toilet papered 30 houses together. We, of course, have to get his. Right. I think it's your toilet paper that he went in and got. I mean, right. and the dad was like, oh, now like, I thank God. I, they, I think he thought we were being mean. I'm like, no, I wouldn't be calling up the next day to say, is he coming over? You know, what What are we waiting for? Before we run out of time, I have to ask you the crucial question of the week because mm. you are the perfect person Ooh. to answer this question because you have three girls in your home that I know are in the heart of what I'm going to get okay. at here. How hard have they begged you for tickets to Sunday's Vikings Chiefs game in the event <laughs> Taylor Swift announces that she's going to go? Um, I think I am more of a Swifty than my girls. Shut up. They, they don't get it. They don't get her. They don't get it. They're like, I don't get it. I don't like her. I'm like, how could you not like her? You, wait, wait, time out. My kids have, you have zero. Three teenage girls in your house, and they have zero. My oldest likes her. Okay, like, likes her as an artist. Okay, um, they've all been to see her before. She was great. Like not this last concert. Oh, the so concert they didn't before. go this last. No, time. they didn't go this last. They had no urge whatsoever to go this last time. The the old concert, the last concert. I'm forgetting what it was called. They enjoyed it plenty. They have zero urge. Zero urge wow. to see her. I I don't know how I feel about this. I think did you 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 obviously watched that last game the Jets. I went to bed at halftime, but what I saw enough. What was going on? I don't care. It's it's it's. I don't I don't care. And I you no, know but, what? But not about Swifty. Why were, were the, why were the Jets getting so screwed, so clearly screwed? But why were the Jets players? They would run up to Mahomes and stop. Like I don't want to tackle him. It's right. like what are you doing? I also something was wrong with that game. I also think, and this is me putting my cynic hat on again. I think this has become, and this always was from the onset, mm-hmm. this elaborate production where, okay, um, we're Taylor Swift's team. We're gonna pretend that she's gonna be dating this guy from the Chiefs. Because why? It's coinciding with her break from her tour. So what? She's already got. 500 million bucks. Oh, and she just so happens to have this documentary coming out about her tour that's going to be launching, I believe, next. That's already sold out. It's already the number one movie of the year, and it's not even come out yet. This is all a publicity machine. You think so? I Okay, I don't doubt that they may. may, Maybe they're dating. Maybe they're not. She stayed over at his house the other night. This is such a grand production that I find it all laughable. You know why I kind of agree with that? hmm. Because when they left the stadium in his convertible, she hasn't been in a convertible in... 
10 years, she wouldn't have been able to go out in a convertible. Right. Because the but now con- she's going to. But now she's with an, another ultra-famous dude. At the height of her popularity, they're like, oh, let's go drive home in your 71 Malibu or whatever it was. Right. Something was weird about that. It's like, where are you going that you wouldn't get mauled to death by 8,000 right. people? All, in, all in, of this is such a production. Well, I, I looked at that game. I watched pretty much the entire game, and it looked like... The Jets were legitimately trying to lose. <laughs> and then if they weren't trying to lose, the refs were just making it impossible for them to win. Yeah, that I guess I can't really speak to because I, I, I went to bed at halftime because oh. I couldn't take any more. It was it, horrible. In all honesty, it was I, horrible. Just, I, just, I was footballed out yeah. by then and yeah. I just said, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm done with all of this. I and don't you didn't want to watch Blake Lively. Blake Lively is a looker. She was there with... With uh, I'm trying to think. Ryan Reynolds, right? Isn't she married to Ryan Reynolds? She is, right? And Ryan Reynolds, I think, was there too. Got it. Right, selling okay. his Mint Mobile. Isn't he's a billionaire? Isn't that kind of cool? Yeah, he's a really smart guy. Yeah, and seems like a nice guy. If you and watched his television show uh, Wrexham, no, it's about him and uh, uh, somebody Macamani or whatever from they bought the soccer these, team. They bought the soccer team. Well worth watching. Okay, put it on your list, Reavers. Hold on, I'm gonna write it down. So anyway, so I just okay. Then you kind of blew blew a hole right through my theory that that all all of these girls and it's this is all an elaborate plan. Yeah. It all yeah. is. It just it just is. And it still could be mine. Might just be jaded. Okay, because they have a could dad anyway. that says no Fight Club in the basement. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Reavers, you're the best. Thank you, Michael. Please do us a favor and rate and review the show wherever you happen to be listening to the Weekly Scramble. We would genuinely appreciate it. His name is Mike Fredaloni. My name is Chris Reavers. We'll do this again next week. Until then, cheers.